You're listening to the Break Free Podcast, where we show up, tell the truth, and do the work so that we can live God's best for our lives. Let's jump right in. How to realize your potential. Ashley is a perfect person to come on and share with us and remind us just how amazing you are. And so thank you. Tell us about kind of your journey and and sure. kind of how you kind of how how you've become unbreakable. Oh my un, am I unbreakable? I'm unstoppable. Unbreakable though. You added something to oh, me. Did I? Oh, okay. I was thinking it was unbreakable, like- unstoppable. <laughs> That's all right. I I like unbreakable. I guess, you know, very similar. Although I was broken before I moved into unstoppable. That's part of the process. And we can kind of just start there. Okay. Um, you know, I think that sometimes we have a picture in mind of what we think our lives should be like, what we think we should be doing. And it's not always what we're called to do or the best thing for us. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we go to school, we graduate, and we can find ourselves doing what's expected, you know, or doing what other people have told us we should do because sure. of what they think about us. And they had, you know, their perspectives about us. And we, you know, we find ourselves in a routine. Mm-hmm. and a narrative that oftentimes we didn't even intentionally create or choose to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, I was just, you know, I was in school for theater. I went to undergrad, which um, most people are surprised by, <laughs> but I, you know, at first I was going to go to Duke university and I was going to play basketball and study psychology. And then, you know, I just like, man, I've got this passion for the arts I ended up in art school, long story short, um, you know, after theater school, I went and got a master's in arts, entertainment and media management because I realized that, you know, the actor was kind of like the lowest person on the totem pole, so to speak. And Uh I wanted to be able to make more decisions. I wanted to have more um, control over what I was doing and the life that I wanted to create. So I studied the business and. I was in that for a while in the entertainment industry in the beginning. And then uh, God interrupted my life. Mm. I was in movies. I was in commercials. I was in arts education, you know, training educators and young people on how to use the arts, you know, in education to Mm -hmm. develop leadership skills, you know, character development, all of that, because there's a lot of parallels. And then, you know, after graduate school and all of that, I did what, you know, again, the narrative that Mm -hmm. I thought should play out, which was, I should get married now. That's what everybody's doing. That's of course what's next. Right. And so I I met somebody, I decided, you know, uh, that I was going to get married and it just was not the right person. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up calling off my wedding. Um, there were, that's a different, you know, podcast (laughs) (laughs) or a different show. Right. But that's what happened. And I broke free out of a relationship that really wasn't serving who I believed that I was called to be. Mm -hmm. And I decided to pursue the plan of God for my life. And when I started to pursue God and for myself, Mm -hmm. I started to discover who I was Mm -hmm. and I started to see or begin to unlock my potential Mm through that experience of growing in my relationship with God. And that's what my book Break Free um, is all about. It's about my journey and basically how I came out of that. I love the fact that that you, quite frankly, embrace and give credit 
to where that's come from. I think a lot of times, a lot of people may have those same experiences, but maybe they're not as vocal about that. So, you know, kudos to you to putting, putting that out there that, you know, there is a higher power and that higher power was what you felt connected with, with regard to who you really are and to be able to understand who you really are. I love that. So why do you think people doubt themselves, Ashley? Why? I mean, you know, even the most confident appearing person has doubts. And why do you think that is? The root of doubt is fear. And I think that we have a lot of fears about things that are rooted in stories that we're telling ourselves that may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. But we never sometimes discover if they're true or not because we're too afraid to t- take the steps we need to take to find out if what we're thinking about is real, <laughs> you know? And so I think it has a lot to do with our mindset, our mm-hmm. thoughts, you know, because what we think about the way, you know, we're kind of designed here is what we think about and what we meditate on as leaders, it drops in our hearts Mm-hmm. naturally, you don't have to tell it to whatever you're, you know, I said, whatever you, um, whatever you feed will lead. Mm, right. I love that. So mm. if you're feeding a lot of negativity or you're feeding on that and you're replaying that, that's what's in your heart. And mm-hmm. then that's all you have to live out of is, is what's in your heart, what's there. And so I think that's fear. Um, number one, and fear has to be, um, rooted out. It has mm-hmm. to be replaced with thoughts of faith or, um, you know, if you, that's what I would call it, you know, mm-hmm. faith and fear, right? So, and faith is rooted in love. So more thoughts of po- positive thoughts, that's what, what one would say more in the marketplace, more positive thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And w- replace that because whatever you think, whoever you think you are, you, you become, you mm-hmm. become what you believe. And I think also um, from coaching a lot of different leaders from a different walks of life, Linda, a lot of this comes from our childhood. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I tell you every time I work with a leader, no matter how high profile or how much they've Mm -hmm. achieved, when we get to the root of a lot of the things in in private that they might be struggling with or insecure about as a leader, we can almost always track it back to something that happened in childhood, Mm -hmm. something that someone said or did not say there Mm -hmm. was, you know, not enough affirmation or this or that. And um, so that's, Part two, and lastly, I would say it has to do with environment. The Mm. environments we place ourselves in as adults either reinforce that fear and doubt Mm -hmm. or talks us out of it. Mm -hmm. So how do you go about recognizing the fact that I'm the person that's holding me back? (laughs) It's not necessarily, you, you know, you may act the victim, right? Because this happened, this interruption happened, or this experience happened, or these people didn't like me, they didn't give me a shot, or I was discriminated against, or whatever the case may be. When can you break that and realize that, well, wait a minute, if it's, if it's to be, it's up to me, you know, that, that, that saying. What has to happen sometimes is you got to get tired. Mm. And get tired of the same outcomes, mm-hmm. um, relationships ending a certain type of way, people leaving your business. Um, I could go on and on different types of examples, but our lives typically reveal patterns, mm-hmm. right? And once you recognize, which takes some introspection here, you have to be willing 
first of all. That's just willing. It's a decision to look inside, right? Mm -hmm. And look inside and say, huh, this keeps working out the same way. But I'm the common denominator here. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the only person that's the same in every, it's just me in every single one of these scenarios, Linda. It's me. Ashley's the problem, right? <laughs> and so then I have to decide to either empower myself and decide, okay, I can change this or it's everybody else's fault. Mm -hmm. And if it's everybody else's fault, then I'm giving my power away. I can't mm -hmm. be empowered and give the power away. Mm -hmm. If it's everybody else's fault, then everybody else can fix me and everybody else can do it. It's, it's within you. Mm -hmm. It's inside of you. And I think it's scary to do that because then we have to accept that we're not perfect mm -hmm. <laughs> and the mask has to come off and all of those things, the vulnerability and all the things that we don't like to do as much that require work, mm -hmm. inside work. It's much easier to put the mask on and say, I don't like them. They did this to me. Blaming mm -hmm. is so much easier. Right. Mm -hmm. so and so I think that you have to get, I think, honestly, it just takes for people being tired or some type of crazy life circumstance that mm -hmm. forces people typically is what happens to look inside themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And that's very true. You know, you talk about the loop, right. Of that, what you feed the feeding. And so if you're feeding yourself that negative, conversation all the time. Would you share what can someone do to break that loop and perhaps maybe three tips that that you have found in your life that has been effective? You know, I'm just going to be transparent, authentic here and say like, for me, it was definitely the word of God. It was definitely like, I have to say that's like finding the word of God. I believe what God says about me and his word. And I, and I started to just write down what the word of God said about me. Mm -hmm. Right. And literally speak out loud over myself. Mm. Okay. So, because ugh, I can't teach this right now, it's too deep, but there's so much power. Words create worlds. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, and, and I believe that words are the spirit trapped in sound words are powerful. Mm -hmm. Right. Usually sure. some pe people feel bad about themselves because of something that was said. They could be X amount of years old, but they're still uh -huh. feeling bad about something that happened when someone uh, said about them when they were 16. That's, That's so the true. power of a word. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I would say speak positive words. And for me, it was speaking the word of God over myself, over my situation, over what I was insecure about, over what I was afraid about. Mm -hmm. And it began to undo what was there. Some things mm -hmm. I knew were there and probably other things I didn't even know. And before you know it, it's just like, you know, water dropping on a stone. You don't think that it can wither a stone away, but mm -hmm. water indeed it can over time. If you continue to drop that water on the stone and you're consistent, the stone can wither away. And that's one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I would say be kind to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds so basic, but oftentimes we're our own bully. We are mm -hmm. the bully, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's us against us. And I would say discover ways to be kind to yourself, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. If you got to write a letter to yourself, if you need to take an exercise class, 
if you need to go on vacation, Mm -hmm. you need to find ways in your daily life to be kind to you. Mm -hmm. And that will create space for you to make change. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we hold it so tight. Oh, we got to do this. I got to do this. I got to be perfect. We're so hard on ourselves. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's not even an environment where growth can occur. Mm -hmm. So I would say that would be number two, be kind to yourself, create opportunities to intentionally be nice to you so that you Mm -hmm. can create an environment that's conducive to your growth. Mm because otherwise you're against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love okay? that. that's great. Because every time you make a mistake, you're beating yourself over the head. So you <laughs> have to be committed to creating this new environment. And then I would also say accountability. I know leaders either love or hate that word <laughs> a lot of times <laughs> or that topic, but yeah. I really don't believe much of anything happens without accountability. That's mm-hmm. just me. Mm-hmm. I, I read somewhere, um, it might even be my own book. I was thinking, I was thinking my, cause I was just talking about this today and I, have, I haven't read break free in, in a while, but I remember talking about it separates basically the people who get the job done and the people who don't essentially mm-hmm. accountability mm-hmm. does that. So find a friend or a mentor, or sometimes mm-hmm. you have to invest in yourself and pay for coaches like you, Linda, or someone like me, I'm a business advisor, right? Somebody who's going to help you hold that space that you created mm-hmm. so that you can change. That's awesome. And for those of you that are maybe catching this on your commute or in your workout or that sort of thing, please, please go check the show notes. So there are a couple things you'll see in those show notes. You'll see how to connect with Ashley to be able to follow her. And then also to kind of recapture these tips and for you to really ponder and digest them deeply. So thank you, Ashley. That's awesome. So I love that with regard to being kind to yourself. I know, quite frankly, personally, I struggle with that. And I struggle with that. I think, quite frankly, the society does. And I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, you know, everything with regard to social media, you know, you see so many selfies, we see selfies here, selfies there. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that, which is great. And you would think that, that again, that that confidence is, is erupting, but statistically it's very interesting how then you see that selfie and you, you post out selfie. But there's all this stuff going on in the back of your head about, well, I don't like this. I don't like that. And oh, I should have done this and that. And, and I think that in some ways, all the social media interned to ourself really has hurt us in lots of ways because we, we are, we bullying ourselves. I love that. I, I think that I know that I'm good at that. I know that I'm good at bullying myself and I, I appreciate that. That's, that's really awesome. And I, you know, and I, and I, I know my potential and I know the potential of my children. I know the potential of my, my colleagues, my family members, my clients, but oftentimes it really, it's, it's a great reminder of, of who we are. So I love that. So let's actually talk about that for just a minute with regard to your tribe. How can you get support from your tribe? First of all, let's talk about the tribe, Linda. Okay. Make sure you got the right people in your tribe. Uh (laughs) I think sometimes we're trying to get things from people that they can't offer us Mm -hmm. because they're not equipped to give it. 
So sometimes we're asking better from people who are not equipped to give better. Now we're frustrated, mm -hmm. but they're not equipped. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way in leadership. You know, you walk into a, a company, big company, and it's like, we want the employees to do X, Y, and Z, but are they equipped to do it? You want mm -hmm. a miracle to happen, but we're not <laughs> providing them with the correct tools. And I know you have probably seen that in, you know, in the work that you do. So I think one is make sure that who you have around you supports who you're trying to be. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would definitely focus on making sure you have the right people around you because environment has a lot to do with our growth. You know, like I would say this funny thing, but a seed that's on a paper plate is never going to become, you know, its full potential because it's on a paper plate. Mm -hmm. It needs to go inside of soil, you know, um, it, it needs to be in a right environment where it can be um, watered and nurtured and you know, cultivated. So mm -hmm. that's one. And then once you recognize, okay, I've got the right people in my tribe, I would say communicate your need. Mm -hmm. And this is hard a lot of times, especially for women, I feel like, because a lot of times we've been, you know, maybe hurt in friendships or this or that, especially high level leader, mm -hmm. leaders, you know. Um, being able to trust people, mm. but that's why finding the tribe is most important first, cultivating mm -hmm. that community. So you don't have to question if you can be vulnerable there. Mm -hmm. And then once you, I didn't, you know, you have the people around you, you realize this is a safe space that I've created. Again, sometimes you have to create that space. It doesn't happen naturally all the time. Communicate your need. I need encouragement. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling discouraged. I need accountability. I need to know what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. I need to cry. Oh. Um, I've had a bad day. Mm -hmm. No, I think practicing vulnerability is really powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think that we believe that it will come naturally a lot of times. And it doesn't. It mm has -hmm. especially because of what you mentioned earlier about social media and all that. And we kind of live in our bubble. We want to focus so much on our image mm -hmm. that we can affect our reality. Mm -hmm. But all you have is your reality. When you mm -hmm. go home, when Instagram's off, you know, it, it's you and you and your tribe, your family, your friends. That's what's mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. Right. And I would say invest your time in making that as sweet and as safe as it can be, mm -hmm. but you have to do your part because people can't read your mind mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to say what hurts. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to <laughs> share your insecurities mm -hmm. because really on the other side of that, Linda is healing. Mm -hmm. That's what's available. Healing is available, right? Yeah, but love that. we can't receive that if we won't talk about what hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, That's how really do you true. heal? With, yeah. I mean, how, how, how can what we hide be healed? It can't, mm -hmm. it's hidden. It has to be exposed. And then we can say this, and then we give the person or the people in our lives that love us the opportunity then to love on us mm -hmm. and address that and show us how they respond to our vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And then you, again, this works for you or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Great insight, Ashley. Thank you very much. That, that That's really powerful. 
how do you know when you should pivot? And whatever that is, right? You know, again, that, I mean, you, you talked about how you had this interruption and is, so how can we, how can we recognize when we should pivot? Well, let's see. Um, I'm going to give you a spiritual answer and a um, business marketplace answer. Okay. I'll give you both. The spiritual answer is learning to hear the voice of God and listening for his voice because he'll let you know, Hey, it's time to get out of here. <laughs> it's time to it's time to do something different that. And oftentimes we ignore his voice we're like, okay, I hear you God, but I want to do what I want to do anyway. That's the spiritual response. You know, my, my marketplace, like, you know, just natural response is when you stop growing, mm -hmm. when you're in a, an environment where you can't grow, it's not conducive to your growth. You're kind of, the, the lid is on you. I felt like mm -hmm. I was in a situation like that, um, you know, where it was like, I'm trying so hard to become better and grow and discover my full potential, but mm -hmm. this environment is not allowing for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've tried multiple things and it just isn't working. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to pay attention to the clues, um, instead of, again, the narrative that you want, whatever you want to believe, you have to be honest and look at what's happening here mm -hmm. and decide to choose your future over what's familiar, mm -hmm. which goes back to that overcoming the self-doubt and fear, because mm -hmm. if you're afraid you'll just stay in what's familiar mm -hmm. and you won't choose the option that is your future. And so that's, you know, there's always a whisper and, and, and your inner man is saying, Hey, time's up here. Mm -hmm. Time's up here, <laughs> but we get to choose Linda. <laughs> You're laughing. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I kinda, I'm kind of <laughs> relating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we get to choose if we want to listen to that voice or not. And in my experience, um, I just want to share this because it may help someone or a woman that's listening that's you know, an entrepreneur or in business. I feel like this is important. I didn't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I, I just want to say this as kind of like a warning. When you don't move on and it's time, mm -hmm. you know what's inevitable? A mess. <laughs> it's like wearing a jacket that's too small, right? You've got this tight jacket on and everyone's looking at you crazy and you're like, what's 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 wrong like you're in a jacket that's too small for you like you've outgrown that and everyone mm -hmm. can see and you're mm -hmm. still trying to operate the same and everything's uncomfortable and it becomes a bad situation for you and everybody that you're working with because you need to get out of there <laughs> because it's time for you to evolve right and so in early in my career linda i messed up so many things because I didn't know that I had this appetite for growth. It's a part of who I am. And now I help other leaders with that. Right. But I didn't know that. So I would be growing so quick and then it, I needed to get out of there. But Linda, I was a big shark just splashing all around. You know what I mean? I had outgrown the, the, the pool, so to speak. And I'm making a mess in there, not realizing, oh, this is a part of growth, identifying it's time to move on and then doing it. Mm -hmm. And I messed that up so many times, Linda. I um, I have so many funny stories. I, I can, at the time, they were painful. They're funny now, but <laughs> I just. But eventually, I learned. Oh, don't wait for things to fall apart, Ashley. Mm -hmm. Identify the clues, 
Look at what's being communicated. What is light? What is the business saying back to you? What is this environment? Mm -hmm. What is it saying to you? And be self aware mm -hmm. so that you can move and have a happy ending mm -hmm. and not this messy ending because you tore everything up because you became a shark and a, and a goldfish tank <laughs> and you needed to get out of there. You know, oh, I love that. I love that. And can relate to that too, quite frankly. So that is, I really love that. That is awesome. And you will, you'll have a hot mess. If you're not willing to <laughs> yes, pivot. It's terrible. Linda, isn't it? It's painful. And I think you're right. Is as far as that, it's that fear that holds us back from realizing our potential. So I love that. So have you ever been interrupted? Yes. <laughs> yes. Many my life has been full of interruptions. <laughs> I think that's how you find your full potential, honestly. Yeah, there you go. That's good. And how, how have you overcome those interruptions? And is there an interruption you'd be willing to share kind of as we get ready to wrap up? Every time it was time for me to shift, there was an interruption. So you could almost say that the interruption is the answer to the previous question you asked me. How do you know? Oh, okay. Identify what's being interrupted. What's happening that's out of the norm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or the conflict that's arising. Because mm -hmm. I would say every time where I was switching dimensions in my leadership, Linda, mm -hmm. right? In my growth, there was some type of fiasco happening, wow. <laughs> you know, that wasn't the indicator Okay, it's time to level up. It's time to level up now. And I think that one of the times, uh, let's see, when I, I'll use this one, because you said you have a lot of entrepreneurs. I remember that um, before I became a full-time entrepreneur, I was an independent contractor working in a lot of schools. I worked with a lot of um, educators, a lot of school districts, and young people helping them. I, I mentioned that at the beginning of the interview, so it's full circle here. And you know, I was going in five, six schools a day contract after contract, Linda, it was amazing. I was like, this is awesome. You know, um, of course I was praying God was answering my prayers. I was kind of working it, you know, on, on both sides here. And then all of a sudden, Linda, it was like, I could not figure out how to get any type of contract. It was just dry. Mm -hmm. And I also think that's another sign for somebody listening. If your money is dry or things are drying up, pay attention. Your money has moved somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You're not broke. Your money is somewhere else. I don't know mm -hmm. who that's for. Anyway, so I was like, man, what's happening? I, I you know, I've been doing this for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, nothing. So after I got over, you know, the heartbreak of that, because mm -hmm. I love that work, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, uh, again, prayer, whatever, just trying to think about what's next. Um, I ended up starting a small group for women. Mm. And I'm like, how does this work? I was working with young schools. Now I'm doing women's empowerment, right? Mm -hmm. Fast forward. Then I had an online. Now I'm doing courses. I'm one of these people. Like I never saw this coming. I don't even do anything in the digital space, right? <laughs> Completely interrupted. Now I'm at this coffee shop. I'm doing workshops with leaders. And uh, now they want coaching. I'm like, coaching? I don't want to be a coach. <laughs> and all of that was going well. And then that dried up. Mm -hmm. Then I discovered I was called to ministry. Mm -hmm. I entered ministry, right? But in that season, when I was working with um, women as well, some corporate doors were opening, right? Mm -hmm. I was kind of just using the same skills I had in the schools, but mm -hmm. in these different arenas, these different audiences. Mm -hmm. And then the ministry thing was a doozy. 
I just thought this is too much now. <laughs> I'm like, God, you are doing too much. I, I was I already didn't want to do the coaching. I already didn't want to do that. <laughs> and I didn't want, I never wanted to do public speaking. That was like my big no, no. Oh, wow. So anyway, yeah, it just kept getting interrupted. So, I mean, when you think about this whole interview, I'm wrapping this up. It started with the relationship. And I think mm -hmm. oftentimes it does mm -hmm. for a lot of people getting out of a wrong relationship. That was the first interruption. Mm -hmm. Then my money dried up, no contracts. Mm -hmm. Now I'm forced to innovate, do something mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in a coffee shop, reinventing myself, similar, mm -hmm. same skill set, different audience. Then from there, again, similar skill set, different audience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what growth is. It's like your skills are evolving, they're developing, but the audiences are changing. That's true. Oh, I love that. What great insight, Ashley. Well, thank you. It has been so much fun and so inspiring and so insightful to visit with you today. Thank you so much for sharing, sharing your, your light and, uh, and you, you are unstoppable and unbreakable. You're both, <laughs> girl. Unbreakable. Both. I receive it. I can tell people Linda Yates said I'm unbreakable. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Break Free Podcast. Remember, this is the place where we show up, tell the truth, and do the work so that we can live God's best for our lives. Until next time.